I am that I am, Artemis of Sovereign Domain. Who says there's no magic? Hmm. Beautiful time of the year. Uh, this, is the, this is the weekend of the year, the celebration of the year, the time when everybody relaxes a little bit, unless you're going home to see family. Relaxes and enjoys the magic. This is magical right now with Chambra and Ralph and all of you. The music and Santa Claus and the elves. Is Santa Claus real? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You see, when, when humans in their consciousness agree to certain archetypical energies, it actually creates them. Now, Santa Claus doesn't necessarily live in the North Pole, but the essence, the, the magic and the beauty of Santa lives, it's in your heart, saw. When you were children and you allowed yourself to connect with this energy, it was, it was, it, oh my God, it is real, if I may, if I may. Uh, hold on, just for a second, we have to. Yes, yes. Uh, Linda. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yes, yes. yes sir. <laughs> oh, and Linda. While we're thinking of it, she insists. Oh, God forbid you would have given away these seven dollars. <laughs> so when, when, <laughs> when. I feel ridiculous. Normally, I, I, nothing bothers me, but I feel ridiculous. <laughs> I hope you're proud. <laughs> so there's magic in the air. Ah, let's breathe it in. Let's breathe it in. It's real. You're not making it up. It's very, yes, it's very, very real. Hmm. So. Dear Shambra, I have a special guest today. I don't normally bring in guests, but because it's a, our year-end review and celebrations, I've asked a dear friend of all of ours to join us today. Jesus. <laughs> that was just a He's comment. Tied up the manger thing, you know. Oh, I've asked a dear friend Metatron to join us today. Oh. An interesting thing, if you allow yourself to breathe in and, and feel Metatron, to breathe in and feel. Metatron used to be a, what you'd consider kind of a, a colder energy, kind of metallic, not so personal and friendly as. May I assist you? Me. Because it was, Metatron was your voice in spirit. Okay. But Metatron. Wait, wait, I'll put it on the vest. That'll be better. Here Metatron. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Metatron existed, uh, you could say, in the other dimensions. But separate, was, was in a different place. So, 
you brought Metatron in close. And as we talked about several years ago at the Quantum Leap, Metatron's name actually changed and evolved to Johan. Johan, no, not the musical group, but well, yes, they're, they're Johan also. Metatron evolved. You know, a lot of you ask me sometimes what, what your spiritual name is. Uh, could I get a cup of coffee, please, Cream? <clears throat> Birthday girl. Um, okay, just bring it up to the front when, when you're ready, if you don't mind. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else you want? Um, I'm choosing. It happens. I'm even trying your chocolate today. Interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> so, even your name changes. You, are, you ask a lot of times, what is my spirit name? We can't, we can't tell you. Not because it's a secret, but because it's constantly changing and evolving, just as you are. Uh, you have to remember, spirit names aren't like human names. You, you're born and they give you a name, Mary, Beth, or whatever. And it's really not one you, you chose, but you kind of adapt it. You identify yourself with it, and, and then you just live with it. But spirit names are different, constantly evolving. They're, they are songs, not names. They are a tone, not a harsh human sound. Uh, to, really, to really understand your spirit name, you would have to sing it. You'd have to tone it. Uh, to, to try to put it in harsh uh, human words would be a disservice. So let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. We're going to tone your. We're going to tone your your spirit name. We don't need music for this. We're just going to tone it. Now, this takes some. Amyo, some trust in yourself that the tone that starts coming up is um, in my Habsburg vest. Yes, the Cardinal gave this to me. Uh, wolfing. Uh, so, so the um, ah, please don't be shy. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. No tray, no saucer, no napkin, no china. Mm. She's not married to you. Mm. I'd have to say, coffee has improved a bit since my time, better than uh, what um, Calder drinks. So uh, let, let's tone the name, or feel the name, just let it out. Uh, let it out without thinking about it. Go bypass the, the mind. Let it out without thinking about it. And let yourself be a little outrageous in it. And remember that this tone, this, this, this um, song, constantly changes. So if you identify with it specifically right now, remember that it will change. So let's take a deep breath. I invite you to, to close your eyes for this, so you don't get too much into your, into your brain. So take a deep breath and feel into your essence, your yoham your voice in spirit, your oneness. Take a deep breath, and then let's let it out. 
Don't worry about what it sounds like. Let it, let it feel itself out. So deep breath and let's do A little, little structured there, a little, a little, still a little timid, still a little timid. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, Sart, come on up. Oh. Sart, do you know what this feels like? So what, just close your eyes for a minute, don't worry that 20,000 people are watching you right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget them. So, yes, with a microphone. So, what does it feel like? What does it sound like? Take a breath and just, just let it out. I'm going to put my hand right here to kind of get that out. I've been around the world. I know many different languages, oh. but I'm not sure. I, I don't think I've ever seen this language. Is this some secret code? Latin. Everybody pick oh, Latin. It's not Latin. School, right? I know it's not Latin. Uh, what What is that, my good friend? Uh, oh, yes. Look away, everyone. Look away. <laughs> Oh, I get it. It's the new language of Chambra. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's do that again with Sartre's guidance, his boldness, his outrageousness. Let's do it again. Feel into your voice in spirit. Get rid of any preconceived notions about what it should sound like. Feel into it. Uh, this is important. Uh, this isn't just, uh, I'm not just wasting time here. Uh, this is actually important because it's going to reconnect you to those parts of yourself, uh, which we're going to be using later on. We want to bring in every part of you. Your spirit has been waiting to come in, as we have been talking about. It's been waiting to become into your life, to become part of your life. You've been holding it off, waiting to do things like lose a little weight, get a little smarter, be a little nicer, uh, all those things. But it wants to join you right now. It, it, it makes no judgment of you. It just wants to be part of this grand experience here on Earth. 
So take a deep breath. Feel into you. You. Not some far off, removed entity, not some distant, theoretical, philosophical, esoteric being, but you. You. So take a deep breath and let you speak. Go ahead. Let it out. Good, 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 good. I'm not going to win a music contest, but that's not the point. We're not trying to make it sound pretty. We're not trying to overstructure it. We're just trying to let it flow. So now, let's do it again. But this time, the group here and everybody online, uh, you too, you join in on this. Let, let us do the group. Yoham, the group essence. Now you've been sitting here today watching in online, combining energies. So let's bring out that tone right now. Let's let's ground it here and bring it out. So just feel into it for a moment. The group energy. The group energy. Including everyone connected all around the world, including everyone who's going to be reading or listening to this. What does that sound like? What does it sound like here in this beautiful end-of-the-year solstice, pagan, Christian, Jewish energy? Take a deep breath. Feel into it. Beautiful time of the year. And let's begin. Let it out. Let it let it grow. This uh, connection with, with yourself, with your spirit, with every part of you uh, is going to play such an important part in these times to come. Let's not keep them separate anymore. Let's bring them all here. So take a deep breath with that. Gabriella, what happened? I see you have some um, interesting boots on. What did you do, my dear? You broke your foot? You broke your foot. Now, how did you do that? How, how did you do that? I needed to be still, so I created Ah, oh, if I only had some money. Uh, yes, you needed, you needed to be still. Do you have any money you could give her? You can put it on your expense report. You can, yeah, yeah. Absolutely correct. And thank you for not saying it was an accident. Thank you for not saying that you did something stupid. You actually did something brilliant. Brilliant. Now, 
your body went through some physical pain. You, you felt uh, frustrated with yourself. You wondered what you did wrong for a short period of time until we had to talk. You didn't do anything wrong. It was, it was beautiful. It was amyo. It was amyo because, yes, you gave yourself some much-needed rest. You look ten years younger. You look more beautiful than ever. You needed that. You were going too fast. You were in too much uh, chaos and turmoil. You were trying to, to figure. Could I pull this chair out? No, no, I can't. <laughs> you were trying to figure everything out. You were overly analytic. You were into a lot of purpose, trying to be purposeful. Uh, you, were, you were way too much into planning, many, too many years of planning and structuring. This gave you a beautiful opportunity to let go of all that. Oh, yes, that human part that was so used to all this um, activity just hated it, just hated it. But here you sit, having discovered the beauty, the amyo of your creation. You didn't do anything wrong. It was perfect. Now, your next question is, do I always have to break a leg or an arm or something to get this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But at the time, considering the balance of your human energy, it was perfect. And it's going to heal because you're allowing it to. We're going to do that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you. yes, absolutely. Trish, what happened? <laughs> yes, bring the microphone here. We're with friends. I hope you don't mind. What happened? Here you, you, you come in with, with canes or crutches. I smashed my pelvis. You smashed your pelvis yeah. on purpose? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably, <laughs> actually. Actually, Probably. Yes. <laughs> what, what you first thought might have been an accident, not at all. That's just the label for it, yeah. The, exactly, the label for it. So what really happened in here? Well, apparently, I moved all kinds of energy out. Yes. Did you hear that, Shambra? Apparently, she moved all kinds of energy out. And when you moved all sorts of energy out, what else happened? It hurt like hell. It hurt like hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw the slide before. Duh. Duh. Okay, duh. But then what happened? Um, I, I... What happens when you breathe? I don't know. <laughs> you moved energy in. The, the shock, yeah. the trauma. We, we've talked about this before. The, the, the shock of the incident, uh, first of all, absolutely gets you out of your brain, because you're in so much damn pain you can't even think. Oh, yeah. When that happens, there is a tremendous infusion of your divine, uh, of yourself. You had a an, an, an immediate release of a lot of things that didn't serve you. You could have gone through a lot of um, years of trying to get rid of it mentally or, or in other ways. Oh, you could have gone to counseling. You could have done all sorts of things. But you said, no, I'm just going to take care of it right here, once and for all. Smash your pelvis. Why not? <laughs> and, and the beautiful thing is it heals. It heals. It, it, Actually, the beautiful thing is, ladies, it's going to be better than it was before. Now, don't go out and break your hands, uh, just so you have better hands. But no, it, it will be better. 
it will be better than ever before. So it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't stupidity. It was actually a beautiful part of you that said, let's bring in a tremendous amount of energy. As a result, both of you will have a new, different understanding of what healing really is. And uh, it's one of my, uh, you could say, pet peeves, the, the old definition of healing. So old so laborious and tedious, healing, healing actually goes very, very quickly, very beautiful, particularly when combined with new energy. It's very beautiful. So give yourself thanks, uh, even though it hurt like hell, but give yourself thanks. Roy, what happened to you? I turned into my Pagawa. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens, dear Shambra. When you really breathe it in, look what happens. <laughs> this is being done by a trained professional. Please don't try this at home. I breathe too much. You breathe too much. Now, what happened with you and Linda in your lives? Hmm. What happened? The last six months, what's happened? We have, I have become in touch with my soul. We both have. Linda, what's happened? <laughs> I think that. As I look outside of myself, everything that I see is a, a reflection of who I am, whether it be Sarah Palin, Barack Obama, Queen Elizabeth, or a rice farmer in China. But as I look inside of myself, truly, I am only that I am, and there, that is all there is. Linda Roy, working with Andra, went through a very intense process for six months, a process that uh, I actually wouldn't, because of the intensity, I wouldn't recommend it to many others unless they had your conviction and determination and deep level of love within, and also the guidance of Andra. Yes. So you went through uh, what could take uh, an average human five ten lifetimes of clearing old things, of clearing beliefs and self-doubts and criticism and accumulated garbage, starting at our Mental Imbalance Symposium in Breckenridge. These two said yes. These two said, we're going to do it. We're going to do it because it's time. We're going to do it because we can then be standards for others. We're going to do it to show that there is no wrong. There's no wrong. Uh, it's so easy for humans to get into that mentality, what am I doing wrong? Nothing at all. You had tremendous, amazing experiences in this lifetime and others. And then you said, it's time. It's time to move beyond, stop playing the game, or at least, you said, at least if I'm going to play the game, 
I want to be aware that it's a game. If I'm going to act, if I'm going to play a role, at least I want to know it's just an act. I I love acting. I I act all the time, uh, on purpose. Uh, This is an act here. Uh, This this is me, and it's an act of me, because I can. Uh, for no reason of any, anything else other than because I can. But as we discussed, you have to be aware of the fact that you're acting. You're acting as a human. You're acting as somebody that uh, has physical problems. You're acting as somebody who has financial problems, whatever it happens to be. Then you can really have fun choosing your acts, not taking it so serious. So. You found out through this process, through going to what you would call the pits, the the deepest, darkest of the places, not even knowing if you wanted to exist not just here in this reality, but even exist in the other realms. That's the tough part. Folks who leave here that are in despair, they think they think that they can they can just forget about it, they bring it with them. But you finally discovered Beautiful words, I'm all that I have. I'm all that I have. Now, to some humans that may sound a little sad, but to enlightened beings, that is the greatest gift. It's the I am that I am. Dear Linda and Roy, working with Andra, went through their own hell to discover I'm all that I have. That, that is a blessing. That is true love. That is amazing. And when you discover that you are, that you are, you, you, you never lost you. Uh, never lost you. You never lost you, Linda and Roy. It was always there. Now you can experience anything. And for that, I'd say you get the award of the day. I did sneak. (laughs) It comes back. It comes back. (laughs) So, absolutely, Linda, question. Ask. If you dare, <laughs> I would recommend it. <laughs> if you dare. Ah, uh, yes. But isn't it what it's all been about in this lifetime, if you dare? Yes. If you dare. Kind of fun, though, isn't it? Yeah, now. Good. So, Shambra. Let's, let's uh, do something beautiful together here. Uh, let's, let's let all that rebalance and come together right now. We've talked about it before. Your body knows how to take care of itself. Your mind actually knows how to rebalance. You really don't have any problems, unless you want them. There's really nothing wrong with you, unless you just happen to like playing that game. So let's take this moment, this moment of pure amyo, this moment of 
basically no purpose, no pressure to, to rebalance. I guess you would call it the old energy re, uh, healing. But it's just a matter of coming back to the natural state of being. Having, having enough amyo or trust in yourself that you know that you can rebalance yourself. You can reorient yourself at any time. And you don't actually have to do a thing. It does it on its own. It's waiting to do it. It really is. Absolutely. Your body, your body of consciousness is waiting. You as the human identity has been racing around, particularly the last few years, going like gangbusters, working, thinking, acting, uh, going through so much experience, going through so much, um, uh, what do they call it, uh, uh, revitalization. Uh, restructuring. Let's take these next few minutes in a state of amyo, complete trust, that your body already has healed itself. Your mind is balanced, but in a new place. You're not going back to the old place. It's healing in a new place. It's balancing in a new place. And then just let it. For the next few minutes while the music plays, I'll cue you on that in a moment, just allow it to happen. Just allow it. You don't have to chant anything. You don't have to think about anything. You just get to relax. This is like a uh, massage for your soul that you're giving yourself. Let it happen. You start thinking about it or doubting it, just take a deep breath. Let it go. Dr. Kaderka, if you would, cue up the music. The second track. Now, this isn't tinkle music. This isn't New Agey. This is just fun music, and what great music to have to do this. This was the outro music, John, on the CD. So take a deep breath and give yourself these next few minutes to let all the rebalancing catch up with you. Happy Holidays! Happy Holidays! May the calendar keep ringing Happy Holidays to you!
traffic noise affects you like a squeaky violin. Take your chairs down the stairs. Come to Halloween. to be difficult. Anytime you want to rebalance yourself, it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be that easy. It can be fun. You don't need to play dreary music unless you want. You don't have to go through a lot of suffering to get where you're choosing to be. You don't have to think about it. You can just take a few minutes in whatever environment you absolutely enjoy and let it happen. That is new energy rebalancing, what used to be called healing. You don't have to know complex systems. Simplicity, dear Shambra. You don't have to study with the gurus. I have yet to meet a guru who is enlightened. And I've never met a guru who enlightened anyone else, ever. How many do you know? How many enlightened beings that are in total physical body. Do you know how many, how many have ever gone to uh, classes or schools or everything else that have walked out enlightened? Because any system that doesn't uh, keep it simple actually pushes it off somewhere else. You, my dear friends, you are, if you choose, are going to be teaching the simplicity of spirit, the simplicity of self. It's been thousands, tens of thousands, perhaps even millions of years where humans have been trying to make it very difficult. Why? Because, quite frankly, Calder doesn't like me making these brash statements, but oh well, it's my show, not his. Uh, because they make it complex because nobody's ever really caught on. They really haven't. They haven't. Nobody's ever really figured it out. So what they do is devise some complex system, put you through the maze, take your money at the same time, and then you walk out of it thinking, well, I'm just not good enough. I, I didn't get it. Because it was complex. It is as simple. You want to rebalance your body of consciousness, your body, mind, spirit. You do it simply. Actually, the less you try, the easier 
and more effective it is. The more you just sit and listen to whatever music or whatever you want to do, take a bath, take a walk, or do nothing at all, that's when it happens. It's, this is, the, the, again, the definition of amyo, the understanding that you, as divine parts of God, already put every tool in your path long before you got to that place on the path. You have already put all the potentials in place, and now it's just a matter of being aware of that. It's a matter of clarity. It's a matter of simplicity. Uh, just as an update, I told you over a year or so ago that I came into work with, with Shambra. I had, a, I had a choice. There was another group. I had a lot of groups, actually. but. Um, <laughs> Another group that wanted me to work with them to be their master, and um, it didn't actually take long to make the choice. Tobias had asked me to come in to work with the Crimson Council, Crimson Circle, and Chambra. It really didn't take a long time to make that choice, but it's interesting now to watch this other group, which is now in the process of disbanding, falling apart. A couple of reasons. They did not want to accept that each individual could balance and rejuvenate themselves. They're really caught up in healing each other, healing everything else. It became uh, the, the foundation for their work. They would do healing ses- sessions on each other. That's energetically really not bad, but ultimately it's, it's very limiting. They felt they had to go out and do X number of healings per week on other people who really didn't necessarily want healings, but, but they felt that there was some good karma in, in doing all of this. This group was wonderful, wonderful beings, but not Chambra. They, they had a fairly hierarchical system within their organization. They had a lot of organizational structure. You know, actually there's some humans, particularly in this uh, spiritual uh, quest, that love structure, that love the rules. Here's what you're supposed to do today. Here's what you're supposed to follow. Here's how you're supposed to translate something into a frickin' language that you don't even understand. Here's how you're supposed to evangelize. And, and it's a, it's a, a, it's a it's a system that you can actually never win at, or you can never, actually never evolve out of until you get outside of it. So this other group got very hierarchical, very structured, and and the the part of the game, part of that structure was we are we are all healing each other. They forgot one important thing. What's that? take care of themselves. The greatest healer, the greatest teacher, the greatest standard is one who has taken care of themselves first. And I know sometimes you want to get out there and do your thing. You want to go out and help others. and It's conditioning. It's old conditioning. But until you get to that point of absolutely loving yourself and saying, this is so easy, this is so fun, 
This is so my choice. What, what right does anyone else have going out there doing hand-waving, doing uh, uh, chanting, doing… You know, it's kind of egotistical. Until you can stand in front of somebody and look them in the eye and say, I am that I am. From every part of your being, it's what? Machio, absolutely. So I'm so glad that I came to this group because you're alive. You continue. I, I see some of these new projects that, that have come about. I see what you're doing as a group, what you're doing as individuals. This group is alive. So, so what a blessing that I came here. So let's do a quick review, year end review. We've gone through a lot of information this year. And I just want to go back and just take a quick look at where we've come from, and then we're going to have a, a joint message from uh, Johan, uh, Metatron, and I. So, where have we come from? We talked about the waveforms, pretty basic stuff. How how spirit and human, for eons of time, have been doing this dance together. Flowing together, going apart, like an accordion. Anybody play the accordion? You don't have to tell us. <laughs> like an accordion. Oh, it's so romantic. It's so sexy to play the accordion. It truly is. So, Going in, going out, moving closer in, going into separation, all perfectly natural. But then something happens. You get tired of this back and forth, the accordion effect. You want something different. You say, hey, when, are we, when are we going to join together now? When are we going to integrate? That's what you've been going through. We call it the awakening. You get to this spot right there, the X zone, the awakening zone. Sound familiar? The awakening zone. Thank you for picking that. You get to that, and that's what you've been going through. Remember, back in here was destructuring what appeared to be chaos, what appeared to be your life going to hell, self doubt, everything else, and filled with a lot of machio. You would try to counter or to soothe. These, uh, uh, the, these difficult, challenging feelings by giving yourself a lot of macchio, giving yourself a, I, I am a spiritual being, uh, and telling yourself, uh, giving yourself esoteric intellectual things that were actually compounding the, the challenge, but in a way that was good. The more macchio you threw onto the fire, the bigger the fire got the worse you felt. And it was like a, a fire of, uh, well, as Katumi would know, of cow dung chips. And it smelled really bad, but it kept burning, kept the energy going. Got to a point where you said, I don't even believe my own macchio anymore. I don't know who I am. Uh, and, and of course, then there is the trying to externalize one final time, trying to find answers out there, trying to find answers in everyone else other than yourself. And then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. What do you do? You try to go out of existence. You try to go out of existence. 
try to get absolutely so numb, so unfeeling and indifferent, you shut down your mind, so you can't think anymore, not even rational. You shut down your body, so it's not rebalancing. You basically are angry with the body for putting you in this uh, horrendous journey on Earth. You shut down the body. I'm amazed that some of you sometimes – I'm not going to look at anybody – I'm amazed that some of you uh, who – you know, your body is is amazing. It should have died by now. It should have gone toxic on you. It really should have. It's amazing because of what you were putting it through and the lack of allowing yourself to heal. So, and, and the junk they put in the bodies these days. The, the, I, I have nothing against uh, modern medicine as long as the person taking it actually wants to heal. How many, I'll ask our dear doctor here, of all the humans you see, not just Shambro, but any humans, you can stand up. Yeah, of all the humans you see in, in your environment in the medical industry, how many do you think really want to heal? I think they mostly want attention. Thank you. She said it all. Would you say it again? I think they mostly want attention. They want attention. Why? Because they're not getting it from themselves. They really want love that they're not getting from themselves. So what do they do? They go into a form of collapse or breakdown. They get attention. They go see people like you. Trusting someone else. Trusting someone else. What percentage would you say really want to heal? I don't think they really know what healing is. True. Uh, oh, they want to be. There's confusion about true healing versus just reducing the suffering to a little bit more tolerable level. Just enough. Just enough. To make the next day. Yes. So, uh, in, in, again, I'm trying to force an answer out of you. Um, how many really want rebalancing? How many want to be fully in their body, mind, spirit in a healthy way? I've got a number. I'll compare. Hang on. I'll write mine. I, I, <laughs> right. I'd say z- zero. That zero? Show, yeah. Oh, you're that, more of a pessimist than I am. <laughs> that actually show up expecting someone else to take care of them. Yes. And uh, I'm, we're pretty close, though. I say 3%. 3% of, uh, of the people that in, in your environment, uh, about 3% really do want a major overhaul, major change. And uh, um, you say zero. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if just for that, you get one of our Adamus Awards today, specially prepared by Stephen. Stephen, and uh, one of many. Choose. Thank you. I'll have you know that everyone will leave here with a gift. I feel like Oprah. And you look outside. Are there cars out there? Are new cars? Um, so, so yeah, about three percent actually actually really want some some healing. Imagine what it would be like if people started walking into the doctor's office and saying, Hey, doctor, I want healing. Is that what you're going to help me with? I want to change. doesn't happen very often. but 
So in here, there's the destructuring. There is the macchio that's put onto the fire that actually keeps the process going. It keeps it heated up. Uh, but then humans tend... Oh, you could turn that inferno thing off. It should be DC, not AC. The, the vibrations of this, I'm surprised that it hasn't just driven you crazy. <laughs> so, so See what's behind door number one there. Duh. <laughs> so, this is what you've been going through. Thank God you're done with that process. A little residual left, but you're done with it. Thank yourselves for that. So, you come into the, into the zone here. Yeah, give yourself a hand. And you know the beautiful thing about what you designed here is you can't go back. You cannot go back. That's the beauty of it. Some of you fear that, but you cannot go back into it. And if you do, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there, keeping you out. So you go, you go into this this beautiful zone here, and a number of different things happen. Uh, one, we talked about. Amyo. Amyo is that trust. You start learning how to absolutely trust yourself in here. Takes a little bit. Doesn't happen overnight. But you learn, as Linda and Roy learned, you're the only one that you have. And that's the beauty. That's the secret. That's the mystery of life. You're the only one. Now, what are you going to do with it? Hate yourself? Reject yourself? Loathe yourself? Or love yourself. You actually really don't have too much choice, do you? It's about ultimately loving yourself. A being can only hate themselves or or deny themselves for so long, a few million years, and that's about it. And then it has to be about learning to love themselves. You could turn that on if it, I can tell it's affecting you. Oh, you're so yes. sweet. Yes. So you have such sweet moments. So. We learned about Amyo, that, that trust in yourself. You are still learning about Amyo. But the beauty of the grace, Amyo is such a graceful state of being. You really don't need to worry about anything. Oh, yes, there's still the outside world out there. There's still your family and jobs. But suddenly, even that transforms. Suddenly, it just is not that big of a deal. Suddenly, the energies are flowing. Ah, we'll talk next month more about energy flow, Whew, how the energies are constantly swirling, how some days um, you get hit by them, zapped by them, but you don't need to anymore. It's a beautiful, graceful dance of Amyo. You feel that? Mm-hmm. Ah, do you? Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I did. So we talked about Amyo. We talked. We talked um, about destiny. Yes, I am doing a review. I'm sorry. Some of you out there are saying, isn't he going to give us something new today? Yes, at the very end, <laughs> leading up to it. But this review is important. You've gone through so much this year, more than we, uh, Metatron, uh, some of the others, myself from the Crimson Council, thought we'd be able to do. Hmm. Uh, truly have gone through more. So. 
to provide this year-end wrap-up is good. So destiny and purpose. Or the fact that there is no destiny and purpose. I, I was actually very pleased when we brought up the concept that there wasn't more rebellion, uh, that there wasn't more revolution. Because to take away somebody's destiny is like taking away their favorite blanket. To take away their purpose is basically taking away all the uh, macchio meaning in their life. Humans are, in general, they're addicted to purpose, to goals. How many of you um, have been in the corporate world and had goals and you had your agendas and you had your schedules? That is an artificial, uh, very limited way of doing things. Uh, you, some of you have been trained on goals. I'm, I'm sorry about that. But in, in true living, there is no goal. There is no purpose other than to be. The joy of being. I, I have no goal or purpose. If tomorrow this group disbanded, I would laugh all the way back to my third circle. <laughs> Why? Because I enjoyed being here with you. I don't have a goal. I, I'm not, uh, there's no agenda in this. Uh, we don't keep track on the other side of the numbers. How many did I convert? How many ascended? How many committed suicide? How many went crazy? Uh, we don't keep those records. For any of you in your lives or in your businesses, get rid of the goals. I know poor Calder is going to just choke in a minute, but no, really. It doesn't need to be goals. Projects, things that you jump into, endeavors, uh, things that you're doing just because, just for the sake of being, just because it gives you great joy. Just because. Uh, so to, to go through this uh, last month, uh, and to say, you don't have to have purpose in order to exist. You exist anyway. The modern consciousness says that you have to have some sort of purpose uh, to, to be worthy of existing. Not at all. Not at all. Just for the sake of existing. Just for being here. So we talk now about, as you're in this zone, as you're letting go of the amyo, you're, you're embracing the amyo, you're letting go of destiny and purpose. Then there's something else. We talked, we used the word infusion. Talked about breathing into an object. Talked about breathing in. There's actually a more accurate word to describe that. Shadar. Shadar. Does it does that, does that resonate? Shadar. It's an it's an ancient word. Uh, it's, it goes back, it's even pre-Atlantean, uh, ancient, ancient. One of the original sounds, Shadar. And it means to bring to life, to bring life into life. And it should sound familiar, or anyway feel familiar, because you've been doing that ever since you've been here. Breathing yourself, uh, infusing yourself into your life, you've been doing that ever since you've been taking on physical form. 
physical being is a magical thing unto itself. Go ahead. Just want to make sure you weren't trying to use the cell phones. So, so it's life into life, breathing life into life, in, in letting yourself finally participate fully in your life. It's a word that uh, we'd like to resurrect, to bring back. We've talked to you before about uh, connecting with your pakawas. That is a form of shadar. We talked few months ago about taking an object, any object, uh, something from your wallet, uh, something from your home, your car keys, anything, and infusing yourself into it. Why? Because you've been doing so much internal work. You've been in the cocoon for the last five, ten, twenty years, doing the internal work. It's time to bring it out. You, you've been taking that uh, very deep dive inside. And the, as, while you were doing it, this part of you that Tobias talked about years ago, this part of you that left home, remember in Journey of the Angels, part of you left home and became an outer expression, part of you went into its own cocoon, in the other realms. You're done with that on the other realms and here on Earth. You don't need to do that anymore. You don't have to do it. So what happens next is there's a natural tendency to be at one with your own Shadar, the ability to breathe life into life, into your life. What an amazing concept. Breathing life into your life. Many of you were trying to squeeze life out of your life and go numb, uh, denying life. Now we come to the point of breathing life into life. With that, I would like to, I would like to gift every one of you with a, uh, a small token of the holiday season. And Linda, uh, Linda Visa will pass out the gifts with the assistance of David somebody. McMasters. David. There's enough for each side of the room. It is indeed an Adamus Award or a spade. Everyone get one. Remember what we talked about a while back? A spade? A spade is an upside-down heart, or a heart, rather, is an upside-down spade. The heart pointing downwards means the uh, dissension into matter, coming into earth, into biological form. The spade, ascension, rising, rising back up. They actually combine together, because you have the experience of coming to earth and now the experience of going beyond. So you have both. So before you put those on, before you put them on, I'd like you to hold it in your hand. And let's do the life into life. You know, this is, a, this is probably one of the most fulfilling or satisfying things for a creator is to take 
something and breathe their life into it. Bring it to life. An inanimate object, a, a, a metal spade, whatever it is. This, this is where it gets fun, Chambra, bringing it to life. You're used to creating things kind of in a, in a process way, in a mental way. Uh, you put together your business plans, you, you think about things, you, you uh, kind of stress with them to bring them to life. You don't have to do that. Yes, you will still have to go through some of the human functions, but in the core energy, it's breathing life into life, Shadar. So if you would take this gift, it's now yours. Now yours, and allow yourself to breathe life into it. You know, when I say breathe, that doesn't have to be through your mouth or nose. It's the infusion. It's the radiance of yourself into it. You don't lose a thing when you do this, Kathleen. Nothing from Kathleen is lost. That's the beauty of it. Remember that. Nothing is lost when you infuse yourself into something else. Notice I didn't say someone else, I said something else. When you infuse into that, it takes nothing away from you. Your body of consciousness retains the same balance, the same quotient of energy and consciousness together. So you're not, you're not leaking when you do this. <laughs> so let yourself breathe life into life. Breathe you into those things around you. It's just a matter of opening. That flow comes from your heart from your body of consciousness on a joyful, graceful way. It just does the dance. So there's a little piece of metal shaped like a spade, but something is happening here. This is how Earth was created, the angels breathing life into life. You coming here, breathing life into life. Got stuck for a long time there. Got real mental. Got very, very stuck. That's why this mental imbalance is such a passion of mine. There are so many stuck energies. We're going beyond the mind. The mind will be part of the journey, but it'll, it'll take its own new name and its own new shape, its own new way working with things. Let, yourself, let your radiance be part of that spade. Something interesting here happens. Two things happen. First, that little spade comes to life. Well, it doesn't necessarily get arms, legs, and start dancing on your chest, but it comes to life. <coughs> it has now its own radiance, its own uh, essence. Uh, some of you uh, might have called it energy, but it now takes on the attributes of you, the life of you, and radiates that as well as coming from you. It comes from that little spade. 
Second thing that happens, when you are bold and let yourself pl- play with your own energies, it gets it moving again. It gets it out of stuck, and it gets you to start seeing and feeling and remembering what it's really like to be a creator, life into life. And you're not trying to take it from somewhere out here. You're not trying to get it from other people, or food, or money, or power, or any place else. Suddenly you realize, oh, it was here. It was right here. All I needed to do was to unleash it. All I needed to do was let it flow. In an unstructured, in an um, you'd almost say an unmanaged, yes, that's a good word, unmanaged way to let it out. First thing that might pop into some of your heads, uh, am I going to abuse this power? Absolutely not. Stop asking me that question. You're not going to. You can't. You won't. That's an old fear, and it's really a macchio excuse for not being a creator. Am I going to abuse the power? No. First of all, you never really did. And secondly, your consciousness is so different now than it was back then, you're not going to. So let it out, bold and fearless. When you do, ah, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel like you've been spiritually constipated for a long time, and now you're letting it open up. When you do, you will really understand what we are talking about with the magic. Magic, as we talked about last month, is a natural part of life, but that's been shut off. You're going to find that you can breathe life into the life of magic, your own magic. You're going to create your own. You're not only going to see the the cloud fairies and the water divas and those things that are already here, but you're going to be creating new ones. That's why we asked you when we began with you last year. Connect with the Pakawa. It's your creation. You're going to send it into the other realms. It is magical. It is you. Most of you have you, you play with it now and then, but but you, you kind of ignored it. It's time to bring that back as well. There's all way of radiance, radiance of yourself. That is where we're going. Cheers. Thank you for the coffee, my dear birthday girl. Thank you. So, question becomes, what next? What next? You've got the tools. You know what to do. Keep it simple and breathe life into life. You've got all the tools. Actually, sometimes you, you try to go back and remember. What was it we said? Don't try to remember. You already know. So what next? Talk about this, this more coming up. But 2011 and 2012 are going to be very, very chaotic times on Earth. Oh, shit. Yes. Who said that? You are God also. Yes. Good. They're going to be very chaotic, and we've been talking about this for a little while. Why? Because it's very easy. Just take a look at what you've gone through in this lifetime, last couple of lifetimes maybe. That's what Earth is going to go through. 
it is following you. You are, uh, you are the uh, fashion trendsetters of consciousness. I, <laughs> yes. It's, uh, so you are the ones that are, are basically leading the way that the others are coming. If you want to know what's happening, <laughs> take a look at your own life. Financial turmoil these next few years. If I was the head of the Federal Reserve, Ron, who said run? <laughs> Chumbra. I'd be panicking. I, now, please uh, take a moment to hear what I'm saying. The world financial system is on the brink. And, and, and we're not talking conspiracies, we're not talking drama or fear. Uh, actually, you should celebrate. It is on such a hanging by a fine, fine thread. Just watch what the, what the governments are doing every day to, to just keep it functional. It's hanging by a thread. That's the good news. Because, because it's causing so much um, chaos and stress for some of the people that have been managing the world money, they're getting tired of this. They're getting tired of hanging on by thread. You know what that's like? You should. They're really going to do something about it, and, and it'll upset a lot, of, a lot of people who are claiming that it's a conspiracy, or that it's the aliens taking over, or it's the uh, Habsburgs, or the Rockefellers, or whatever. It's not. It's not. I, I, I tell you this. No one government, or family, or group of families can control the world finances anymore. It's way too confusing. It's way too diverse. It's enormous. So you can't have a little group. You could two, three hundred years ago, but come on, not anymore. The system isn't really based on any true value. It is based on what? Trust. There you go. Um, please, another. Yes. Which would you like? Uh, you get clarity. You get clarity. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Ah, you've been looking for it. I feel like the Wizard of Oz today. <laughs> so you get clarity. Trust. It's all based on trust. And what do you know about your personal experience with trust over these last few years? Questionable. Mockable. <laughs> you didn't. The last thing you could do was to really trust yourself. So, so this is what the world is going through. It's very easy. You you, you want to be a famous. Um, uh, seer giving predictions and <laughs> readings, and you know, uh, at the beginning of the year they come out with uh, all these newspapers with headlines. You could be famous for doing this. You don't have to actually really know anything other than what you've gone through. World finances are hanging by a thread. That's the good news because it's forcing governments, people, and Calder wants to sit. I don't think so. And. <laughs> And others to work on a new system. Oh yes, all the conspiracists come out and say things like, "Oh, we're going to go to a one-world government." Maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to have a little bit of unification as well. And I have no specific opinion on that, but uh, uh, just take a look at it. So. You're coming to a whole new way of finances in the world, and a whole new understanding of abundance. It's going to dawn on somebody one day, they're going to be famous and get on television and say, 
there are plenty of resources in this world to go around for everybody, and we'll still have ten times the amount left in the vault. Absolutely. Muted applause there, but absolutely. And there is. There is plenty of food. They throw food away every day. There is plenty of land to grow food. There, there are the, the uh, agricultural industry has amazing technology that is in the file drawer. Why? Because it doesn't make financial sense. Because there's already too much food. It's bad distribution and bad politics. By the way, on the financial system, on the financial systems in the world, it's not going to be the governments or the banks that fix it. It's going to be the yes, but your consciousness, your life force energy going into businesses. Businesses. They're the ones who have the biggest vested interest in keeping this thing together. They're the ones who actually are doing something. They're at some level working with the potentials that you've helped to set up. They're going to tap into that. It's going to be businesses that get together. Uh, businesses don't go to war. You notice that? Unless you're Halliburton. <laughs> Self love. Beautiful. But they're not going to war with other businesses. Their business is war. Businesses don't fight. Uh, so they, they have, they've had to learn to work together or to annihilate each, annihilate each other in different ways, but they don't blow each other up. Uh, business is going to change also. This whole concept of competition was interesting, but what about collaboration? Cooperation. That's what's going to be happening in the world. So, so dear Shambram, all this is all this is happening. All this, uh, anything that you went through, the world is going to go through it. I, the the poverty, uh, the self doubt, the the uh, the gaining weight, uh, the getting sick. The world's going to go through it. Particularly these next two years. Do not panic. Have compassion. Breathe. It's going to work out just fine. And you know, guess what? It doesn't have to take anything away from you. You're not. Uh, Calder stops me again. Hey, you're not part of that anymore. You left a number of years ago. You made a choice. We didn't pull you kicking and screaming. You said, "I'm going to release myself from mass consciousness," and you kept a few uh, <laughs> feelers in there. We saw you. Uh, I'll mostly release from mass consciousness. So it's not your issue anymore. You don't have to be part of the chaos. I think it was Tobias said that uh, just before he left, he said there's going to be burning of cities. He didn't say my city and other cities, but uh, that's what's happening. You're, you're seeing it. Uh, mass. Um, Destructuring of systems of science of math of medicine of banking that have been around 500 years or more, and it's time for that to to change. That's what's going to be happening. The important thing for each and every one of you is to remember your safe space, to remember your divine, to remember how you can bring life into your life. 
Remember really what you're here for, creating potentials for the new world. Creating potentials for the new world. Now, we'll get to the point. The point of why Metatron wanted to be here today. Why you wanted to be here today. So, Calder wasn't ready for this, but uh, we'll let him sit. So, a lot of you have been saying, thinking, feeling. That timing. you wanted to go teach on the new earth, full time, mm. not just occasionally. Some of you were saying that perhaps it was time to go, to leave. Uh, that, that you'd done everything you came here to do, and that you could be more effective helping others on the other side. Some of your Chambra affiliates have gone on. You know who they are. They've crossed over. They've been there helping you, working with you, sometimes laughing at you. Uh, but some of you have been feeling, thinking that maybe it's time. Not in a dramatic, suicidal, uh, desperate way, but just eh, kind of, maybe it's time. We're asking you. We're asking you, dear Shambra, to, uh, to stay. And we're asking you right now, this is a, a pivotal point, uh, particularly in the next couple of weeks energy-wise, the way things move and shift, in the next couple of weeks, uh, between now and about January 5th. Uh, it's a pivotal time. Uh, I guess you could say it's uh, choice time, voting time. Uh, I'm not saying that suddenly all of you are going to start disappearing, but you could be setting up the process to do that. And some of you are already, um, uh, have already been contemplating your, your way out. Uh, Metatron, a lot of the others from the Crimson Council, myself, are asking you to stay. Why? Just for the fun of it. <laughs> just, just for the fun of it. And why not? Think of it in terms of uh, re-enlisting. Uh, uh, and think of it in terms of, uh, you don't get a bonus for re-enlisting. <laughs> think of it in terms of your, uh, your original uh, service being done, and you can leave, but do you really want to? Some of you have contemplated it. Some of you are wondering why you're here. Uh, it's a whole reason why we went into this purpose and destiny thing. We would like you to be here, first of all, first and foremost, to experience what it's like to have joy on Earth. We don't want you leaving here with some old, uh, uh, hard uh, energies, bitter energies, uh, old stuff left behind. We want you to, to celebrate what it's like to be on Earth, particularly to be on Earth in the midst of chaos all around you, hmm. and have the time of your life. Second. It's more effective when, uh, when enlightened beings are here rather than there. 
you go over there and you know your energy changes your connection with earth and people and everything else changes it's not as effective as if you're sitting right here in the chairs when you consider potentials within yourself uh, as you've been doing for years now when you consider uh, choice choices you would like to make in your life it's not just about you. It's affecting the planet. It's putting energies into the strata. It's putting potentials into, into this, um, the dynamics of Earth for true change. The reason why we're asking you this is there are actually more people now than ever before that really want change. Actually, more than 3% that want change. It's about four. <laughs> but. But there are enough that are saying, we choose change in our lives. That affects everything, particularly for those still connected into mass consciousness. It literally shifts the balance of mass consciousness. By the way, as mass consciousness shifts, so do the poles of Earth, the magnetic poles of Earth shift as well. The axis of Earth shifts. There's a, one, there's a direct correlation between so just a little shift in consciousness creates just a little shift in the magnetics and the, the, uh, the axis of the Earth. Shift? Shift. So we're, we're asking each one of you to, uh, to consider, anyway, staying. Staying in a different way, though. Not staying in the same old way. Staying out of joy. Staying, not even because there is a purpose, but understand there is an effect. There is a purpose. Uh, there is no purpose, but there is an effect. It's, it, it's contrary to the way the mind thinks, but you could do something without purpose or meaning and have a tremendous effect. Actually, it, it's an exponential effect on things. So. Dear Shambra, we're saying, what a wonderful time to be here on Earth. Why leave now? Why, why start setting up the process for your uh, exit? Why not breathe life into life, into what you have right here? Enjoy what are going to be, the, what could be the finest, finest experiences in this lifetime. Uh, finally, having abundance in your life. Uh, finally having joy. You've cleaned out the closets and the drawers. You've got rid of the, uh, the old karmic relationships that really didn't look very good on you. And now we're going to be the best years. There, yeah, Dushamber, this is uh, – some, some of you are thinking uh, – is this real? Well, it's as real as you want it to be. Yes, it is. We measure and monitor the uh, energy balances and consciousness uh, levels on Earth all the time. There is no greater time on Earth than right now. It, there is absolutely no greater time. Now, how can I say that and also tell you that 2011, 2012 are going to be complete chaos? Look at your own life. Look at what you've been going through. Look at what you had to destructure and release. It's going to be the time of your life, Allie. And I'm going to. This has to be for you today. Yes. Um, 
Miss Amazing. Yes. Yes. After so much doubt and carrying stuff around that really wasn't yours to begin with, uh, this is going to be the greatest time of your life. So how do you handle all this chaos that's going to be happening? Uh, It's going to make uh, the chaos on Earth is going to make the last couple of years look uh, kind of lightweight. And it's all appropriate. How do you handle it? You breathe it in. You, just as you breathe life into life, you breathe that chaos in with, without fear, without wondering if it's going to upset your, your systems, your spirit, your body of consciousness. You, you, you eat it. You drink it in just like you're drinking a bottle of poison. And, no, and knowing that it's just energy, that it's just going to transmute, that you breathe it in and it serves you. It really does. Uh, buy that? Good. You get an award. Hang on a second. Good. Excellent. So let's do that right now. There's a lot of uh, breathe. There's a lot of there's a lot of chaos, my dear. There's a lot of chaos coming up, and it's all appropriate. Don't get caught in it. Don't get caught in the drama. But you know that. 2011, the year of drama. Let's breathe it in right here. Let's breathe it in bold and fearless. The financial problems. Literally, cities, states, and maybe countries collapsing because they've gone bankrupt. Oh no. Oh yes. Uh, Literally, wars popping up in some rather strange places this coming year. Let's breathe it in. Does that mean you're endorsing it? No. It means you're understanding it. It's just energy. It's, it's a natural part of the process. As you breathe in, remember what you went through. And remember, it worked out. Remember, it worked out. You're here to tell the story. Good story, too. Breathe it in. Let's breathe in the chaos of the next two years. Let's not try to run from it. Let's not try to heal it. Let's not try to uh, counsel it. Mm-mm. No, Mr. Tobias would say, no, no counseling. Let's breathe it in. Remember what we talked about. Chaos is just energy. Actually, chaos is beautiful. The mind sees it as, as chaos because it doesn't follow old patterns. So it tries to reject it or it tries to fix it. The new energy human, Shambra, understands that chaos is beauty. It's energy in motion. It's energy looking for the appropriate new potential. Chaos oftentimes is stuck energy that's, that's uh, rebelling, doesn't want to be stuck anymore, and it's trying to find the appropriate new potential. Breathe it in. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Breathe it in. To an outsider, this would seem strange. I have this group up on top of the mountain, breathing chaos. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just energy. Time me up. <laughs> 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 Yes, Umber, one more point here. One more point, and I know it's time for your party. Uh, we talked the, recently to uh, what you call your CC Angels, that, that uh, beautiful group who really supports 
uh, energetically, financially, really supports what's going on here. We, we thank each and every one of them. We talked to them about community. Community. And, and what I said at the time was, uh, people say, what's, what's wrong with the world right now? And you can get very analytical, theoretical. But when they ask me, I say, what, what's wrong with the world? Or what does the world need right now? What the world needs now. <laughs> you all get an award. <laughs> but you have to sing it at the top of your lungs. What the world needs now. <laughs> da 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 da. da. Hmm? Yes, maybe a karaoke tonight uh, uh, for you. Oh, that's yours. Don't want to take that. Self-love, Lisbeth. Self-love. Yes. Good. So what the world needs now, my humble opinion, clear everything away. Community. Community. And you're seeing it happen, kind of. It's trying to happen on, on the internet and other ways. When I talk about communities, uh, I don't mean communes, not going back to communistic ways, or Atlantean communes, or communities that take away the individual identity, but actually the New Energy community takes a lot of self-empowered, self-realized humans, puts them together, and what happens? The, the, the sum is greater than all the parts. And Everybody, every individual part can then tap into that greater sum. More potentials are created than uh, potentially what you could create in your own. Anyway, a different set of potentials. Potentials that you can tap into. You, you have your own potentials, your own um, tomorrows, so to speak. But now you start uh, sharing those with others. You two sharing your your potential tomorrows gives you a different view of what you might have had right now. This new energy community is, is already underway. It's already here. It's, it's you. I challenge the group of Crimson Circle Angels to uh, feel into what the true new energy community is. You have a beautiful beginning of it. Your internet site is community. It's where you go. It's a, it's a place to learn. It's a place to gather. It's a place to get information. When we gather like this, it's a form of community. And you don't have to follow certain uh, specific guides. Just be here. And there's a sharing that's taking place right now. You walk out of here with more potentials and more, um, you could say, a, a energy uh, than when you walked in here. The New Energy community could be, uh, as many of you have dreamt of, a center or a facility, physical facility, or what do you say, bricks and mortar, or it could be many. It could be all of the above. It could be your newest creation, the awakening zone. That's a community. As I said during the angel uh, discussion, Humans are rather tribal. Uh, humans find the need to gather with other humans sooner or later. Uh, they, they like to gather together. That's good, and, but it's also 
not served humans so well. You have left the tribe over the last several years. You've gone your own way. Yes, you get back together here once in a while, but you went out to discover you. You went to find you. So when you come back to the community, you come back totally different, not dependent on them, not reliant on them, not uh, feeding off of them, but now contributing to this new model, this new idea of a community. Where does it go? That's up to you. We, we have some ideas, but we want you to feel into that. What is the, the new energy community? As you feel into it, as you share, as you develop this, it's not only going to make a difference on Crimson Circle and Chambra. It starts to make a difference for the world. It starts then to make a difference for all of the new Earths that are coming. There's not just one new Earth anymore. The original new Earth that we talked about, this mirror of physical Earth, was uh, a starting place. Remember, there are billions of angelic beings who have never been embodied in matter, who have never had a physical experience that have been waiting to come in. Your spiritual families, standing back and watching uh, as you've been going through your experience, wanting to go through their own. This Earth, this physical Earth that you live on, can accommodate about 10 billion maximum uh, right now uh, for a lot of reasons. So where do the others go to the new, new Earths? What are the templates for those new, new Earths? Right here. That is why we say, dear Shambra, we would love if you stayed. We would love if you continued uh, being in physical body, but now did that in joyful experience, clear, joyful experience. It has a profound effect on all of these other new earths that are coming into being, on all of those who call you call your spirit families that are going to be taking on the attributes of uh, physical reality. Some altered from what you uh, have come to know here on Earth. Uh, some of the um, very harsh uh, things of this physical Earth won't necessarily need to be implemented on these other new Earths. But these beings, the angelic beings, billions of them, wanting to go through their ascension, their discovery of the I Am, they want the answer to the question, Who am I? That's why the new Earths are being built. That's why this Earth, what this Earth is going through these next few years, is so important, so profound, and it's why you've chosen to be here. Take a deep breath. We're asking a big question today. And it's your choice, absolutely your choice, but would you stay? Would you re-up, re-enlist? But before you say yes, <laughs> do it by choice, how you want to live it, how you want to exist in it. If you're going to – you realize, uh, birthday girls, uh, yes, Carrie, Tanya, every day should be your birthday. Every day. Every day should be what you are choosing. Every day should be free of destiny, mass consciousness, purpose 
karma, old stuff. Every day should be by your choosing. So with that, dear Shambra, Metatron and I, thank you for inviting us in. Thank you for allowing us to be with you, to joke with you, to have a few serious moments. We know it's time for your celebration, your fun. Celebrate like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Celebrate like it's all here. And as you do, remember, remember this, all is well in all of creation. With that, Joya Noel, I am that I am. Adamus. And so it is. <laughs>